Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jackson, you just read the word time uh, 30 times. Oh my goodness. So, well done. Yeah. This is a pretty recognizable passage in scripture. Wow. And, um, you know, different, once again, different songs that have been <laughs> taken from this, uh, some more worshipy than others. But this is also our last, our daily rhythm of 2022. Wow. And you know what? Tomorrow we're going to do another one and it will be the first of 2023 and the train goes on. Yes. So this is, it's New Year's Eve. And we're, we're looking at this passage. Essentially, there's a time for everything. We're, uh, I think one of the things that the author is telling us here is, you know, as long as you're under the sun, like you're going to see it all. Yeah. Weeping, laughter, mourning, dancing, tearing, sewing, like all, all the things. So, and it's a pretty abstract passage. So what are your thoughts on Ecclesiastes 3? And and then it gets into this interesting, you know, there's the God has put eternity into the yeah. heart of man, which is a, a really beautiful um, phrase. And so what are your thoughts on this? And for those of us who are just trying to make it into the next year, how can we, you know, benefit from this passage? Yeah. Um, you know, Time is is a, an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, it, it's endlessly complex. And in our lives, if we live for any amount of time, they will be endlessly complex. Yep. And, and I think we can try to put people and events and things into these boxes to help make sense of them. And, you know, there are ways that that could be helpful at times, but one of the things that I realize more and more, the more I, I deal with people is that there is a complexity to life that's just hard to explain <laughs> and yep. hard to plan for. And, yep. um, and so, you know, there, uh, there is something refreshing about realizing that, uh, that life in this world will, uh, inevitably result in you experiencing all different types of emotions, yeah, yeah. different types of, uh, positive events, negative events, you're going to see a lot, you know, and, um, and to recognize that there is a time in a sense for these various things 
can can bring a lot of um, peace in the sense that you're going to have an awareness that these things are not um, they're not uh, irregular or uh, it's not like you're you you alone are the one who is experiencing this kind of crazy thing. Um, j- yeah. Just you know, a brief example on that. I feel like one of the things that I always wish that young couples, uh, young married couples, were more in tune with is that a lot of young married couples struggle. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've talked to a lot of young married folks over the years and they just are distraught at the fact that, you know, their expectations aren't being perfectly fulfilled in marriage or communication is harder than they thought it was going to be. Or, um, you know, that, that like fire and passion that they thought was going to exist at the beginning of marriage. It, it, it's not quite as strong as they thought it was going to be. And, you know, I end up talking with them and, and there's this incredible power in letting them know like, oh yeah, you're experiencing something that countless other couples have experienced before you. Yeah. And they go, oh, okay. So, th- so that's like a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's a normal thing. Um, and so anyway, I think this passage uniquely orients us to the nature and the reality of life in this world. It's complex and we're going to experience a whole lot. And so we would do well to be prepared for that. Um, but then there's, yeah, like you said, there's that incredible line and God has made everything beautiful in its time and he has put eternity into man's heart yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. Mm. Um, you know, as I consider this passage and I consider uh, the nature of life, the nature of time, I think one of the things that we would do well to consider is, is that, um, you know, we were made in such a way where we were made for eternity. Yeah. And so as we get something less than eternity in this life, we are going to be found, we're going to, we're going to find ourselves less than satisfied. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the famous Augustine quote, my favorite quote of all time. And God has made us for himself mm-hmm. and our hearts are restless until they find the rest mm-hmm. in him. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're made for God. We're made to find our yeah. rest in him. Yeah. And if we're looking for our rest in the stuff of this life, uh, inevitably by nature, those things are going to be a little too small to satisfy yeah. us. I think that's part of what uh, Ecclesiastes 3 is getting at here. Yeah. You know, I, I've thought a lot recently about the theme of disappointment mm. and the role that dis- disappointment yeah. plays in all of our lives. You know, we talk a decent amount in, in church circles about huge trials and, and um, tragedies, which rightfully so, like that is one of the greatest yeah. tensions and obstacles of life is, you know, the huge, um, you know, just wounds that we endure and, and things that rock our faith that we have to recover from. But I think we don't talk a ton about the, the little disappointments and even how like the, the blessings of life are underpinned by, yeah. sort of an, an impending end. And, yeah. you know, so I think a, a clear example of this is, um, you know, and maybe I'm just like a weird melancholy artist for thinking like this, but it's like every like sunset uh-huh. that you get to experience where the sky, it just looks like somebody poured paint over the sky uh-huh. and it, it looks absolutely breathtaking. It, it like is slipping through your fingers, yeah. you know, and, and you slowly watch the colors fade and you know that, you only have like a brief, brief moment to enjoy it. And then it just fades into another dusk and and same with sunrises and, and all the beautiful moments of life in the back of our minds. We know that 
we only have it for a brief moment yeah. and it's really there to tie this over until the next yes. moment of beauty. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't say that to be like super emo, but uh, <laughs> I, I do think what we can see there is this idea. God has put eternity into our hearts. He's put this eternal infinite sized appetite into yeah. our hearts for beauty, for joy, for right. rest, for shalom. Uh-huh. And, Yet there's this little pinprick that he's given us on this yeah. side of eternity yeah. where we cannot know the fullness of that appetite being satisfied right. until we are joined with him in the new heaven and new earth. And, and that's exactly what's being talked about. And, yeah. and so, you know, when it comes to like an apologetic of our faith, there's one right there. Like yeah. our, our appetites, our desires, and our disappointments are all pointing us towards this idea that God has put eternity into our hearts yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. And and we're left in the tension of life where there is a time to bury and a time for a wedding and a time to seek, a time to lose. And, and part of growing in wisdom and maturity is holding those times open-handedly and saying, yeah. this is where the Lord has put me. Absolutely. He's going to give me as, and we've talked for the past few days, he's going to give me the daily bread to um, meet this moment. Yeah. And, and if all of that is true, which it is, then that gives meaning to all of the, the, you know, the pieces of life, you know, the, the writer in Ecclesiastes is tempted to say, well, all of this is vanity. Right. And, and what we see here is, is that, you know, both birth and death, the, the times of, of harvest, the times of, of reaping, the times of barrenness, the times of uh, the time to kill, the time to heal, all of this matters. Mm. If, if all of this is going to give way to eternity, then the stuff of this life is actually in some ways forming us so that we might yes. enjoy the things of eternity. They're creating longing in us so that we might long for the the one of eternity they are at work god is using these things to form us into the people that he desires for us to be and so um you know new year's eve what what better time to reflect on life what better time to contemplate and consider the year what better time to seeing old lang sign and 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 uh to ask questions about your relationships yeah, and yeah. the way you've stewarded life for the things that the Lord has brought your way. And, and there can be a melancholy with it. There can be this way of thinking about the year and, and wondering what's it all about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I think what we can glean from a thing like Ecclesiastes three is, is well, it matters mm-hmm. all the little pieces that made up the year 2022, um, all the little things that will make up the next year, they all matter and they are going to contribute to the thing that is preparing us for the glory that we will be a part of for all time. Absolutely. And, and so um, you might be experiencing joy this New Year's Eve. You might be experiencing sorrow. You might be experiencing something in between. Um, God sees it. It matters to him. And he will no doubt waste it or he will not waste it. He will use it for his glory and for our good. Yeah. Well, it's been an amazing year studying scripture on our daily rhythm. And Jackson, I'm glad that you came aboard. Thank you so much. And you had no idea January 1st. (laughs) So here we are. Yeah. 
but it, it has been a great year and um excited tomorrow starting tomorrow we're going to start the new year by running through first corinthians incredible with jennifer mcclish and others and it's gonna be awesome so we hope you join us in the new year but happy new year's eve make good choices and <laughs> well, uh, for jackson randall this is will carlisle we'll see you tomorrow in 2023 thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.